Hey folks and welcome to another episode of PodCraft. PodCraft is the show all about podcasting, helping you to create a successful show. I'm Colin Gray, joined as always by Matthew McLean. How are you doing, Matthew? I'm doing very well, thank you, Colin. Excellent. How are you? Good, thanks, very good. I never ask you that. You no. always ask me how I'm no. doing and I never no. ask. You don't I, care. I don't care. You just don't care. <laughs> and I was about to say as well, give you a free little plug this week because you're celebrating this week because you've just finished... Season yeah. two of a Scottish podcast. I know, you? another couple of years of work, uh, <laughs> so putting my feet up. Um, already had a few complaints about how long it took to do the, the whole to series. To do a whole season, so, yes. Yeah. yeah. Audio drama is a very time-consuming thing, so yes, don't do it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> do not do it. Uh, this season, we are going a little deeper on a few different topics. I know sort of unifying theme this season, actually, which is unusual for us, but we're just kind of going deeper on some of the less... Less technical, more theoretical stuff. Although, saying that, this one's quite theory, uh, quite technical, isn't it? We're going to cover on this episode the results of our big gear survey 2019. So we've been doing this every year now for the last couple of years, where we put out a survey and look at what gear, what kit, what technology, what software people are using to make their podcast this year. And on this episode, we're going to re- uh, reveal the results of that. So you can copy other people's setups, basically. Yeah, <laughs> That's the way what to people go. want to do. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to tell us, though, who's sponsoring this episode before we jump into it, Matthew? Yeah, so before we dive into some stats, uh, another another set of stats that podcasters might be interested in are, are the, the stats, the traffic on their website. Indeed. And of course, you get more traffic on your website if you've got a nice, memorable domain name. And that's why I want to thank the sponsor of this week's episode, namesilo.com. So it's the place we'd recommend to register your domain name and start building your own website. They've got some of the lowest prices out there to register your domains, and in many cases, they are the cheapest. See, I redid that sentence. (laughs) I just couldn't say it. Trip over it every Um, time. (laughs) So check out for yourself why Namesilo is quickly becoming a top registrar and growing so quickly. Go to namesilo.com today to see what you've been missing, and you can use the coupon code PODCRAFT to receive one dollar off your first order look at that drama pro reading your script that's me yep <laughs> but yeah thank you name silo great to support the show thank you right let's get into the stats so what are we starting with yeah so um i guess like just to to sort of preload this i mentioned because we've got the the um partner article if you mm-hmm, like of this mm-hmm. on the website which we'll obviously link to in the show notes but yeah, this is something that we do, I think, out of a sort of genuine curiosity because yeah, yeah. it's we, we're constantly saying on this show, like, this depends, that depends, yeah. because it does in podcasting. So, you know, the fact that you're going to see a really popular microphone, you know, the, the, the pop, top brands, the top types of mics, that doesn't necessarily mean anything to you because your show is unique, your setup's unique, yeah, your voice, yeah. your recording environment. So this is it's purely an interesting, I think, for us. Um, any other reasons, though, for you? Oh, I mean, yeah, your show does not depend on your mic. Like, getting a better mic does not make for a better show. But so many of us podcasters are just a bit geeky about this, aren't we? We love mics, we love mixers, we love playing around with all the audio tech. Um, so the qualification is do not, like, take this as gospel. This best mic is not going to make you better. But we're all a little bit, you know 
geeky about it. So it's interesting to know. I'm always I'm always interested to know what setups other people use, and I often talk to people about what mics they're using these days. So yeah, we're we're just curious, really. Yeah. So one of the I think starting with a one that people are really going to be interested in um, was top microphone yeah, the brands. Question, yeah. So this was one we asked the question: <clears throat> What is your main recording microphone, Colin? Did this surprise you before I tell the listener the results? It kind of did actually, because there's like so last year to qualify it last year the microphones really uh, it was the it was the podcaster's favourite, not necessarily the best mic in the world. Uh, blue blue Yetis, blue snowballs, blue. Whatever the hell else they've got, they've got, like a they've got a Nessie, don't they? They've got like a Scottish themed one right, as well. Yeah, and a, the blue a, Nessie or an something icicle like that. and stuff. But yeah. it's it's the Yeti and the Snowball. Yeah, totally. Those two, those two lead the way. So I thought Blue would would win the Mike Brands, but they didn't, did they? Rode our Australian friends over at Rode uh, won the most popular Mike Brands, but not by much, to be fair. Yeah. So just to run up, um, so you've got like we picked what was it in the graph here? We've got the top six. So you've got Zoom at 5%. There, obviously, that's going to be things like H5s, H6s, H1s. Um, So folks maybe just recording directly into digital recorders. You've got Samsung Samsung up at uh, 7%. So the old trusty Q2U. Indeed, yes. um, The weird big proponents of... Then you jump up to Audio-Technica at 11%. And we are actually using the... uh, we're on the road procrastination. We, we are, we are, yeah. <laughs> You're so, about to is it say. the headphones? New yeah, head, yeah. We're, we're yeah, the headphones. Some new headphones. Yeah, yeah we've got new they? studio monitors, yeah, totally. Yeah, so. Uh, monitor headphones. You're wearing the. Um, 20s. The 20s, I'm wearing yeah. the 40s. Uh, yeah. More on that later, I guess. So Audio Technica, 11%, up to Shure at 12% with the rather invincible SM58. You've indeed. got the SM57, you've got the SM7B. 7B, as yeah, well. indeed. So, um, then we jump up to blue at 17% and then up to road at 19%. So with road, you've got a plethora of different yeah. mics, haven't you? And they all have exactly the same name and I've never <laughs> been able to determine it. caster yeah. of some sort. <laughs> but that's in the next one, isn't it? We uh, we break it down by microphone. So. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, well done to road. I think yeah. th- they've got so much... Um, models out there yeah, but also yeah. you know so much fair choice. play to road because they are obviously very serious about podcasting they pay a lot of attention to it yeah. the fact that they built the road a uh, podcaster i yes. managed to say it yeah, shows yeah. that they really are, are interested in podcasting and yeah, you know they, yeah. they and the fact that not that they only built that model but they've taken all the feedback on board and really made moves to update it and stuff like that so yeah, fair yeah. play to road I, I really am glad to see them coming out on top there totally yeah and they not just the podcaster but the the new one as well the roadcaster which i know you can never remember the difference but the roadcaster being the mixer yeah uh, with the buttons and stuff i mean that's like a big investment wait did i pod- not say it? oh i thought you said podcaster the, po- the podcaster's the podcaster's the mic the usb mic right. <laughs> just, i'll never never get this never <laughs> but um <laughs> Yeah, road, sort it out. I mean, really good equipment, but you, you just hire somebody with some creativity for naming stuff. <laughs> but thank you, Road, for supporting the podcast community. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, so on to microphones themselves and who wins this one Mike, uh, Michael I was about to call oh, you Michael yeah. Michael Caster <laughs> Talk, Michael Roadcaster talking of naming problems yeah 
Who uh, wins this one, Michael? Yeah, so the top <laughs> uh, top five most popular microphone models. So we've got um, the Samsung Q2U at 6%, the ATR2100 at 8%, the Shure SM58 at 9%, drawing with the Blue Snowball at 9%, and then the Blue Yeti up at 17%. So that's an interesting one because there's not a road... In the top five here, yeah, yeah. because again they've got so many different yeah. models and makes. It's just really well spread. Um, yeah. I yeah, must same. admit, I, I know we've we've talked a bit about like no right and wrong answers with stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the Yeti and the Snowball. If you've got one, I think you know absolutely fine. If it's working yeah, for you, yeah. I never tell people to buy them because I just think there's yeah, there's yeah, cheaper, yeah. better options out yeah. there. I think. I mean, I I think the Yeti has its place. So the Yeti is decent in some cases, um, and we still recommend that in our best mics article because of the different options it's got. Just because of how how plug and play it is, it sounds decent. It's not the best in the world by any means, but it's definitely not the worst. It's got an inbuilt stand. It's got all the different um, cardioid patterns, that kind of stuff. So that's why I think the Yeti still has a place. But the Snowball, I don't know. The Snowball's pretty rubbish. Just don't sound so great. <laughs> I can I can always tell when I listen to something yeah. and it's a Snowball. Yeah, totally. Um, it's just that wee bit tinny. Just and, do not recommend the Snowball at all. Yeah. And you know, they, they, they're, they're condenser mics, um, again, which yeah, we're just totally. about to get to. So... Yeah. It's one of those, a condenser mic does tend to be a bit more sensitive. Yeah. Most yeah, folks, yeah. most podcasters don't have brilliant recording environments and completely silent surroundings. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes these microphones will, will punish you a wee bit more yeah. than they'll, they'll work for you. Yeah, the Yeti can be quite nasty in like a recording in a kitchen or something like that if there's a lot of tiles and hard surfaces around. Mm. Um, just to, just in case people are curious, they maybe are, you know, Rode won the brand. I mean, the ones that popped up, so they weren't in the top six, like we said, but they did pop up. We saw plenty of people using the Procaster that we've got in front of us right now, the USB, the Podcaster, the Rode Podcaster, which is their just plug right into the computer version, um, and the uh, the Smart Labs. So the Smart Labs mm. popped up a fair bit too, didn't they? Smart yeah. Lab Plus. So, yeah, they're the ones that uh, that Rode had in the top. I think they were in the top 10, weren't they? Can't yeah, the yeah exactly definitely. Now, but they yeah. were like seven, eight, nine, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. just have really split their vote amongst, uh, across yeah. lots of different types of models and that. So Indeed. This is Mi- not sponsored by Rode, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Microphone types. Uh, so this isn't a sort of direct comparison. This is more, you know, what type of microphone... Well, are you using a USB mic? 33% of folks using a USB mic. Yeah, so you've yeah. got, you know, the rest of the folks out there obviously running into some sort of mixer or digital recorder or yeah. even smartphones and stuff like that as well, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so 33% of folks using a USB mic. Again, that's absolutely fine. For a lot of folks, you know, I've heard people say in the past, you get a USB mic and then you graduate later on to upgraded kit yeah there's no rule that you need to do that if you're sitting down just banging your computer on firing up audacity and talking into your mic or you're maybe doing some skype interviews if that's working for you then keep doing it no get a good usb mic and it keeps your uh, workflow so simple like the procaster the procaster road procaster is a great mic sounds really nice uh, it plugs right into your... Did I say Procaster there? You, po- ah, podcaster. Podcaster. I think you the said Rode, Podcaster. The Rode Podcaster is a USB mic. It's a great quality mic. It plugs right into your computer. It keeps things so simple. Um, and if you want something slightly cheaper, uh, you've got the... What's the Sure one again? Sure MV5? Is that it? 
it's right over yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, MV5. Um, I think it is. That's a really nice. U- that's like a. It's equivalent-ish to the Yeti, and it's really good quality too. Um, and it, I mean the Yeti as well. If you if you if you have one access to one, um, or you see it on a good sale type of thing, it's a decent USB mic. I too, like so. that wee MV5, the wee yeah. football shaped one. Exactly. Yeah. The other sure one that well, this is great on audio. Us pointing at the equipment <laughs> shelf, but um, that one down there, I can't remember <clears throat> its name. It looks like a little spaceship, really retro. Oh, that's a Samson. That's the Meteor. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it is. Yeah. There's a Meteor and a Meteorite. Themed. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, looks like a 1950s spaceship. <laughs> yeah, it's really Yeah, cool. I really like that. Sure, MV5 is a little... That is a, a wee condenser mic, yeah, but yeah. nice sound on that. And do you know what? There might be some people falling into this with their Zoom recorders too, like Zoom coming in at number six on the brand, because you can plug in your uh, Zoom H5, your Zoom H6, your Zoom H1, whatever it is, right into your computer mm, and record right, via yeah. USB. Just use that recorder as a USB mic. Mm-hmm. So it could be a few people doing that. Yeah, and then you never know, there might have just been a wee bit of confusion with the... The, the question where maybe you know somebody's going into a, a focus right scarlet and that's going in via usb yeah, so there's yeah. maybe that whole thing as well but yeah uh, but that's i mean that seems like a, a percentage i would expect maybe a third of people in fact i would have thought more i would have thought more people were on usb mm-hmm. mics to be honest but anyway we should say by the way that um this survey it was 330 people yeah so yeah. that's the sample size we're talking um so yeah, it's a, that's a decent chunky sample size. Yeah, yeah. I think we were about 200 when we did this the year before. Yeah. So it's jumped up a few. Yeah, one nine, I think 192 rings a bell to mm-hmm. be exact. But yeah, about yeah, so gone up about 50%. So dynamic and condenser mics. Uh, were you surprised to see dynamic mics coming out? There's not much in it here, 35% yeah. to 29%. But yeah, are, you, yeah, are yeah. you surprised at that or not? Well, I mean, we generally recommend dynamic if you can, just because it's um, it tends to be better in a worse room. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you need you generally need a pretty good room to record mm-hmm. with a, a good condenser mic, don't you? Like yeah, cut down the the reverb, the background noise, all that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, well, a little bit. I thought maybe there'd be more dynamic mics, but. Yeah, because blue is so popular, though that's the thing, isn't it? That's right. If folk yeah. are using a Yeti or a Snowball, and they know it's a condenser, then that falls into condenser. So. Mm-hmm. Worth saying that, like a, a a few folk in this this question did answer that they didn't know. Didn't know yeah. Again, that yeah. doesn't matter. You yeah, know, if you're totally. if you're happy with your mic, it doesn't doesn't really matter about any of that whether you know it's a condenser Indeed. or a dynamic. Or... All righty, microphone stands. Do you have a stand for your mic? Was the question that Indeed. we asked. Uh, 42% said yes in the form of a boom arm. So we had uh, 24% saying that their stand came with a mic. 13% said no. Uh, 12% using the old traditional floor stand. Use that myself for the the old audio drama stuff. Oh, yeah? So like musician style floor stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 6% with the desk stand, 3% with other. Whatever that may be. Yeah, so the, boom, so the boom stand stands out, yeah. That's generally what I, yeah, that's becoming the trend, isn't it? They're just so easy and quick to push away from you, put over to the side of the desk, that kind of thing. Never owned a boom arm myself. Have you not? Like, really? never personally really? had one. I, I don't own a lot of stuff anyway, but <laughs> uh, never owned a boom arm. Yeah. But um, we uh, we're, we have the PSA ones right in front of us, I think. Again, road. <laughs> you get um, a good, there's a good shoe. Sure you manage to well, name something without trying to put road in yeah but these are really good boom arms these hold just about any kind of mic you can attach to them so yeah yeah i've mentioned in the the little report here uh with 30 13 of folks not using any sort of stand but 
you've when you think about it, you've got a lot of folks maybe using like lavalier mics well, and stuff true. like that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they obviously no don't have a stand, do they? Yeah. So we should say uh, as we went along, do we have a short link for this, Matthew, prepared, or will we make one up Let's on the fly? Let's make one up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you want to go over and see graphs for this, because we're just reading out stats here, if you're actually interested, but more probably more interestingly for you uh, to get the links. So for example, we have an article on the best boom arms out there. Uh, if you want to go over and have a look, see if you can get yourself a new boom arm, uh, go over to the podcast host dot com forward slash what we do gear gear 19 gear 19 gear 19 that'll do the job uh so go over to gear 19 you'll see the article with all of the graphs all of the stats beautiful graphs if i might They're say very so nice myself. yeah thomas lav's <laughs> done a good old job yeah and do you know what the, the ask for this episode i would say is pick one of your favorite stats and share it out on social it'd be really good if you could do that actually it'd be great to get this out to more people um let people see what people are doing in podcasting right now so go over to thepodcasthost.com forward slash gear 19 pick yourself a graph and share it out on twitter facebook instagram whatever you fancy and tag us the podcast host that'd be great that'd be lovely lovely to see them getting out there uh, so pop filters pop is filters. the next graph on the old screen here do you use a pop filter or a windscreen what's the difference between a pop filter and a windscreen Colin, <laughs> to put you on the spot to me a pop filter is one of the wee kind of uh, circle things that has a, me- a metal mesh or a, a pair of tights like what i've got it. here yeah, yeah exactly yeah so it attaches maybe to your microphone or to the boom stand it like has a wee arm that puts it in front of the mic and there's a gap between that pop filter, that circle, that disc, and the mic itself, and a windscreen. And I don't, I mean, I don't know 100% whether I'm right here, but I'm, I believe the windscreen is more the thing that actually goes over the front of your mic. Mm-hmm. So it's like a foam uh, sock that goes over your mic, or you know, the dead cat type thing. Yeah. I think they're a windscreen as well. I've heard those, uh, it was Rick, Rick Veer's Sound Bible. Um, which is a really good book for sort of creating sound effects and that. Yeah, yeah. And I've never seen it's, it's Star Wars, I think, but he uh-huh. called them Wookiee condoms. And I'm assuming <laughs> that's really funny um, <coughs> to people who've seen Star Wars. Not me. You've and not I'm seen too, Star Wars? No, and I'm too mature to laugh I at that I can't believe sort of that thing. has not come out before. Yeah, no, i never, <laughs> never seen it. Never seen <clears> it. <throat> So yeah, that's a disgrace. We'll have to fix that. Um, okay. Anyway, windscreens. So that's the difference. Uh, we've got twenty percent of people not using one at all. So no answered twenty percent, uh, which surprises me a bit actually, because I think it's always worth having something because you do. I mean, it's 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 pretty distracting if you get your pops going right into the mic. Um, so yeah, think about using something at least. We've got. Sorry, go on. I was just going to say again, it might be lavalier mics, but you do get them on lavalier yeah. mics. Yeah, so. like the smart labs come with a, a wee windscreen that goes mm-hmm. over the top of them. So mm-hmm. yeah. And then I've, I've I have mentioned here as well that some mics claim to come with built-in pop filters. Yeah. I've to be honest, I've never really found nah. any of them to be that effective. These ones here, actually, the uh, Procasters. Yeah, and we're still using. We still use pop filters and windscreens. Yeah. Um, and I put a windscreen over the top of my podcaster next door too. Uh, so yeah, next is actually the lowest is don't know another, but we'll go up to both. So 15% of people use both. There's so a pop safe. filter and a windscreen so <laughs> just safe. in case. No reason why not, I suppose. I mean, there's a, there's a, sh- a very small argument for the fact that having a windscreen over your mic muffles it in a, in the tiniest way, but I've never noticed it at all. Yeah. You have windscreens on and it sounds absolutely fine. You so. only hear that from people who do the argument about you should record at 48,000. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. 
or the folk that say I can't listen to MP3s. Yeah, um, yeah. So both, yeah, no worries, no, no reason why not. Uh, foam windscreen at twenty six percent. So quarter of all people using a foam windscreen, like I have right in front of me right now on my Procaster, and thirty six people, thirty six people, thirty six percent of people using a pop filter, like Matthew has in front of his pod, uh, Procaster. Yeah, what is the name of this little guy? That's a really cool little one actually, because you get the huge big ones, which are like big plastic things on a big a big stretchy arm. Yeah, if you they're want to, a bit awkward, eh? I've totally. always found them they a just, bit awkward. You always smack them and yeah. Um, go to, uh, do you know, we don't have a link to our pop filter article on this, but we'll put it on by the time you get to it. So go over to thepodcasthost.com for slash gear19 uh, and you'll see a link in the pop filter section to these different types. But just to give you a slight explanation, or a big spindly arm with a plastic thing in the end, they, they just get in the way. They just fall off all the time. But we've got a wee silver one on Matthews. It actually straps to the mic itself and it's much more small and sleek. Uh, maybe we'll put a wee, a wee picture on Instagram or something. If you go over to Instagram, the podcast host, then you'll find us there uh, and you'll see a picture of it. I'll take one right after this. Uh, so just before we move on, I just wanted to take a second to thank once again our sponsor for this episode, namesilo.com. So it's really good, a really good idea if you're doing a podcast to have a good memorable domain name. And the place that we recommend that you go to register one and start building your website is Namesilo, who have some of the lowest prices out there to register your domains and in many cases they are the cheapest. So you can register a .com domain for $8.99 per year and you can save even more if you enrol in their discount program. Other TLDs like .top and .xyz can cost as little as $0.99 cents per year. With your purchase, they'll provide you with free Whois privacy, domain defender security, email forwarding, and domain parking, not car parking. Not respect. car parking. Just to just to clarify, <laughs> <laughs> we, we had uh, so maybe the the dry Scottish humour didn't go down, didn't translate very well there, did it? <laughs> we were um, joking about parking. We got actual people saying, "Do they actually do car parking for uh, what? Do actual cars?" Yeah, <laughs> no. so... This is domain parking. Domain so, parking, uh, which which if you want, if you're interested, just means uh, having a page on your domain. So before you actually launch your website, uh, they can put a page on there, uh, which has things like, um, you know, adverts and stuff like that. So that if somebody finds your domain randomly, you can generate some income from that uh, that little landing page. Lovely stuff. Just in case you're interested. <laughs> so you can uh, you can get your website hosting at Name Silo as well, starting as low as $2.39 a month. And uh, if you head over to namesilo.com today to check that out, you could use our coupon code PODCRAFT to receive $1 off your first order. And thanks once again to Namesilo for sponsoring this episode of PODCRAFT. Most appreciated. So monitoring, how do people monitor? This was one of the ones that's been tweeted out a few times, actually. James, yeah. uh, James Cridlin from Pod News, for example, tweeted it out. Uh, Did you hear him on his wee podcast episode too? You know, he does no. the wee audio versions yeah, yeah. and he read yeah. it out and he said... Um, so the, the stat here is just to, to put yeah, in we the should, picture. Yeah, we should give it yeah. first. <laughs> Let's just chat away on our own. Um, do you record with headphones on? 74% of folk said yes, 26% of folk said no. So he read that out, 26% of folk don't uh, record with podcasts on. 
they're wrong. And you know how he's got such a very stern voice. Like yes. if James gave you a row. Yes, um, you listen. You listen. So yeah, podnews.net, um, well worth checking out for a bit of daily podcast news. But yeah, this, this graph, like you say, it got shared out a few times, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, do you think it's just because it's a bit surprising? Yeah, I think it's because people that, you know, that take it a bit seriously, um, which people should, because it actually does make a difference. I think, you know, if you're not recording with headphones on, then you get so much feedback it just sounds horrible you get echo from the you know the person on the other end of the line playing out your speakers back into your mic um and even if you're recording solo you want headphones on so that you can hear your own voice you can hear your own mic you can hear your sounding good you can hear there's no background noise you're not jingling your keys all that kind of stuff so it is a very very good idea to record with headphones on yeah i've seen a lot of you know a lot of discussion about this so i think one person had commented that you know, it was like maybe taking a photo without looking into the camera. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, that's true. <laughs> you know, there was other things, other comments about like, you don't necessarily need headphones. Maybe, you know, you're in a recording studio, you've got a sound person sitting. Yeah, uh, I would yeah. say very few podcasters, probably none are in that position. <laughs> Have a sound studio, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just think this is, this is stupid. And you know, I'm speaking from a position of experience here because back when I was at college studying radio, back in those halcyon days, <laughs> and I, I had a wee uh, Zoom H2 at the time and used to take it on location and do interviews and things like yeah. that. I can't remember who it was. I went way through to Glasgow to interview somebody for a big college project that I was doing and just sat there. I had the, the little stand that you screw into the bottom of the, the oh, Zoom, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. sat it down on the table. Had a set of earbuds on me, you know, I'd been listening to my yeah. music on the, the train over. Yes. For some reason, just didn't plug it in. Sat yeah, down, yeah. probably showing off, you know, just banged it down. <laughs> um, did this interview, got home, popped the memory card into my computer, and there was just that mobile phone feedback all the way through. <laughs> it was completely unusable. Yeah. If I'd just taken like one second to to plug the earbuds in, yeah. that I could have said to the, the the person or put my own phone off and yeah. told them, you know, put your phone on flight mode or right. we'll move and we'll try and figure this out. The yeah. bottom line is you can you can hear exactly what's being recorded, yes. and it's just a terrible idea not to use that opportunity. Agreed. Yeah. So try, try to record with headphones on. In fact, it'd be lovely to hear if you don't record with headphones on, if you have a good reason for it, because there might well be some good reasons out there for not doing it. So again, get in touch the podcast host on Twitter. Let us know why do you record Why are you an idiot? On. Matthew, you're not going to get in touch. <laughs> I don't mean <laughs> tell, that. There, tell, there might genuinely be. Yeah, totally. Tell Matthew why he's, he's an idiot in return uh, by getting in touch and letting us know why. <laughs> Um, so on a similar vein then what do you use to listen back when editing what were the stats here Colin uh, the stats here are the uh, the third place was studio monitors so having uh, a good set of monitor speakers behind your computer to listen to uh, that was 9% then we had normal computer speakers at 15% uh, the only difference, if you're interested, being that studio monitors are more designed to sh uh, sort of reflect exactly what a recording sounds like, whereas normal computer speakers often will have some kind of treatment, like they'll add a bit of bass or a bit of treble or whatever. They'll, they'll have a bit of EQ on them. Uh, and then the winners by far wear headphones. So 74% of people listen back using headphones when they're editing, which is fine, isn't it? I think that's... Um... Yeah. 
I, that's completely as I sort of expected it. I mm. think it, for no other reason than like most folk don't have studio monitors. Um, yeah, yeah. Because they don't really need to have them, nah. especially if your podcast is, you know, predominantly speech, maybe a bit intro and outro music. Yeah, yeah. Maybe an argument if you're doing an audio drama, maybe a documentary show, a good argument for looking into eventually getting studio monitors just yeah. to do that second editing if pass. It, if it, yeah, if it, if it really does depend on the atmosphere, the quality of the audio. So, mm -hmm. yeah. We maybe should have broken this out actually into, you know, standard headphones, earbuds and studio headphones too. Actually, mm -hmm. I'd be kind mm -hmm. of interested in who, who's invested in a, page of, a pair of proper studio monitor headphones. Yeah, uh, so that's a maybe a good opportunity just to tease. We were doing a little test, weren't we, the other day? We got yeah, some yeah, headphones yeah, in. Totally. So like we said, you're you're wearing the <clears throat> Audio Technica, is it MX20s? Is it a AT? Uh, AT. It's the M, no, ATH-M20X. Rolls to off the tongue. So <laughs> Why do they do this? <laughs> my wife bought me these, uh, these exact headphones for my Christmas two or three years ago. She did a bit of... Um, online research poor girl yeah. ended up on one of the like audiophile forums which yeah. are like the worst places on <laughs> earth but basically you've got this range of headphones you've got the the 80 we'll just call them 80s 8020s 8030s and 80 and 40s, 40s yeah. and they're all in a decent sort of price range aren't yeah they? like 25 30 ish up to what 75 ish yeah. I think. yeah so not a lot in it but the the gist of it was most folk were saying the 20s the, the sort of bottom price ones um there's not a lot of difference when you go up the range. Yeah, I yeah. think it's more so if you look at the ones I've got on the top of the range ones, yeah. maybe a bit more of it's the build. build quality, yeah. You can turn the pad round, you can pull out the little cable yeah, so you can yeah. swap cables and stuff like more that. More transportable. I think the ear pads are slightly better quality as well, just a slightly softer leather, a wee bit higher. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I must admit, I do, I do struggle to do more than sort of two or three hours editing, like... Um, what am I trying to yeah, say? Yeah, 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 just just to do two or three hours yeah. without my ears getting a wee bit sore. Yeah, so, yeah. whereas the what's the pair sitting on the, the behind you there? That, oh, the DT seven seventies. Yeah, so they're old lads, but they're great. Um, these yeah, are the ones got a pillow in each ear, basically. Yeah, you could edit all day with those on. <laughs> yeah, um, they're DT seven seventy pros. They're um, by by dynamic. Is that how you pronounce it? Don't ask me, I can't pronounce anything. They're like anything. 200 quid though, they're a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, that's that's maybe overkill for, for most folks. Yeah, yeah, but these are great, yeah, these are 80s. Uh, again, go over to thepodcasthost.com forward slash gear19 and you'll get a link to our Studio Monitors um, article. And actually we'll link to our headphone ones once that comes out, eh? So yeah. you, you were about to get to, I think we got the sidetracked there. Yeah, that's the right. <laughs> so we, we, we got a, a sort of bundle of different sort of headphones and we did a little blind test didn't we so yeah, yeah, i had yeah. colin sitting in it was almost like a dentist chair you were sitting there with your back to me um or a barber's know that you've been in one of them for a few oh, years <laughs> but um i'm having a right go at you today totally. uh, sad. and what we did was um we had the we had a spoken word audio file and we had a audio drama queued up so i would pop a pair of headphones yeah. on your head and play you a couple of these clips and then you would kind of write down your notes and we yeah. went through all the headphones and then i did the same and i think our, our feedback was generally that we preferred the audio technicas we had a yeah. pair of akgs pair of sonys in there as well yeah, yeah. but we'll do we'll do a full report on this yeah the full roundup will be on the website very soon uh, if you're listening to this anytime in the future most likely it's live already so yeah again nip over to forward slash gear 19 and you'll see the link next recording devices 
So do you use a mixer or an audio interface? Uh, now this was pretty evenly split, probably as we'd expect. Eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got yeah. four, 48% saying no and 47% saying yes. And the other bunch saying not sure. Uh, so yeah, half and half. Um, and we, uh, we, I don't know, what, is, that, is that what you'd expect? I think so, yeah, because you think about like an audio interface, it's such a wide um, topic. Yeah. You could even argue that your phone is, I suppose, if you're plugging yeah. lav mics in. So there, there, there's all that. But yeah, your, your mixers, your um, little preamps, like your focus, yeah, focus rights, rights, you've got your like digital that, yeah. recorders that you could be using as interfaces yeah. as well. So yeah. a lot of stuff out there. And then again, you know, you've got folks that are, are just going straight into yeah. the, the yeah. computer. So Yeah. And record methods. What do you record into? So that's either into a, a computer, a digital recorder, or something else. And on here, a couple of interesting ones. Actually, 1% recording into a tablet, which is interesting. That came up. Uh, we've got 25% into a digital recorder. So a quarter of people recording in something like a Zoom H5 or similar. Uh, but still two-thirds of people recording directly into their computer. 67% into software on their computer. So that tallies with a USB mic um, mm. stat earlier. Like a lot of people recording with a USB mic directly into their computer. Or, or like a USB device, again, like the Focusrite. Yeah, exactly, yes. There. Yeah. Or their mm. Zoom, Zoom H5, something like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, so there was only, what, a third of people using USB mics earlier mm-hmm. on, supposedly. But actually, even a lot of people not using a USB mic looks like they're still recording into... A computer and if you think about like software on your computer again this is quite broad because you immediately think of you know your daws your audacities um adobe editions you've also got all your uh, skype and, and online call recording software yeah, yeah. so that you know that counts as software yeah, that's on true. so if yep. folk are using zencaster squadcast ringer yep. uh, things like that yeah, um yeah. our own a web app Alitu as yeah, well yeah. So it could be recording into that so yeah, yeah. lots of different sort of software options for recording on the computer and I think these days you know the, the argument in the past was always that it's a wee bit dangerous to record into your computer and I know that the, the, this still applies but maybe seeing less and less of that these days you know hearing about computers crashing and yeah a lot of the a lot of the software you just mentioned there's got backups so like um the double ender tools like ringer zencaster squadcast whatever they are that a lot of them if the computer crashes or the call crashes or something they still store what's been recorded so far so mm-hmm. a lot of them have backups now um, but yeah, still, I'd be I'd be tempted not to record a two-hour show directly into Audacity. Start to get a bit twitchy <laughs> towards the end, of it, don't yes. you? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So some uh, stuff about uh, additional content then. So uh, here's one of the questions: Do you video record your podcast? Eighty-three percent of people said no, and seventeen percent of people said yes. I mentioned in my report that they must have been the good-looking ones amongst us. <laughs> you count yourself in that, Colin? I, I don't, but nice I do record now. some of the video. <laughs> um, I, I do like recording video if I get the chance. I mean, we don't do it often these days, to be honest. But if I do record a wee solo show or something, it's quite nice having that video there just to put some highlights out if you can and it's something that takes a lot of time that's why we stopped doing it so much because it takes so much time to turn that video into something usable like actually doing the editing to cut out like a one minute highlight or whatever Um, but we work with a video editor these days so actually it's a bit easier but yeah it doesn't surprise me not many people do I've never liked video myself uh, like at all you know whether it's screencast whether it's face to cam and I I as well as the recording of it, 
I don't watch a lot of video as well. Yeah, it's probably yeah. that I don't watch a lot of TV. I'm weird like that. But, um, <laughs> and then the, the editing of the videos as well, like I struggle with because I'm like, you know, I would consider myself as as really, really good on Adobe Edition, the audio editing software, yeah, yeah, as you yeah. would hope. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when it comes to Premiere Pro, like I can muddle my way around it, but I find it, I find it pretty tough. Yeah. Um, so. it's, it's funny. It's strangely different, to be honest. Mm. It's, it's funny how, how much has to change. When but just similar in. enough that yeah. I feel like I should be able that to use you. it. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know if this is going to change mm, much. I, I mean, we just recently actually released, a, I just recently did a video on should you record a video podcast? And we've got an article on that as well. Um, because people ask it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just... You can do it. You technically can do a video podcast, can't you? But it just it as takes in it. like releasing videos on an RSS feed, and yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. and that you can and you can put video podcasts into iTunes. But it just it ruins ninety nine percent of the benefits. Mm-hmm. As in, people can't just listen in the car. They can't when they're walking their dog. You know, people will not listen for watch a video for an hour often every week when you're, you know, recording your podcasts. So. It, yeah, more if often you, than not, it's not worth it. If you want to put videos on the internet, I've heard a, a website, youtube.com, I think it's called. You could uh, upload videos <laughs> to that. Semi-popular these days. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and a lot of YouTubers now uh, getting into podcasting, apparently. Yeah, totally, yeah. Uh, Do you know what, though? I, I need to look this up, actually. This is a um, half-arsed comment because I don't know where it came from, but I did see a stat recently about how many podcasters upload their whole show to YouTube. Somebody claimed that YouTube was a new podcasting channel, essentially, because so many podcasters are uploading their shows there, just their Mm. full show, Uh, because there's so many ways to repurpose it now. Like you upload just an audio track Mm -hmm. and loads of tools will put some video behind it, a nice picture, that kind of stuff. So you you can put your audio onto YouTube without having to record the video. Um, and supposedly a lot of people are doing that. I had a funny one, like I was having my lunch a couple of weeks ago and uh, put YouTube on and I was listening to a guy, Graham Hancock, some of the listeners might have heard of him, historian guy, um, on the Joe Rogan show, but mm-hmm. I was watching it on YouTube whilst eating my lunch and all it was was like two cameras cutting back and forward, yeah, you know, yeah. us sitting like we are now yes. in a studio. Yeah. And I thought, what am I, what am I listening to this yeah, one? Yeah, totally. or what am I watching this yeah. for? Like, So I just put it on Overcast instead and listened to the yeah, yeah, audio yeah. version. So I do yeah. find that a bit funny, to be honest. But, yeah. you know, if it brings more listeners to the medium, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. And I mean, traditionally in TV, you've got like two people talking on a couch, like Jonathan Ross show. It's literally just two people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and two chairs facing each other, that kind of thing. So... Yeah, you never know. Works. Live recording? Yeah, this so this is the last statistic we've got. Uh, live recording. So the, the statistic here, the question was, do you broadcast live during your recording? 90% of people said no. 10% said yes. To me, Colin, like live live broadcasting was a bit of an obsession maybe three, four years ago. Is it as popular now? I realise that you, you've actually just come back from a, an event where you were doing something. Yeah, I have actually. I, I did a live podcast at, um, at Retain Live run by the membership guys, Mike and Cali. Uh, it was really good fun, actually. It's always it's always good fun doing it because you get an excuse to go and talk to lots of folk. And um, it's actually, it's, 
it's just quite exciting actually putting something out there. There's no stop button. There's no pause. You can't like, you can't go and edit it. You just have to put it out there. So I do quite like the live broadcast. I think though, the traditional, the way it started at the start was, you know, people would do a, a Facebook live broadcast and they would just put the whole thing out as a podcast episode. And mm. that never worked very well because it was always the first five minutes is, hello, Bob and uh, from, where are you from? Oh, you're from <laughs> Texas. Great. Well done, Bob. Oh, and then that goes on for five minutes and that's just dull really Um, and then you're interrupted halfway through the broadcast as well like by questions coming in and it just makes for a really scatty broadcast but I think there's there are good ways to do it Um, and there's not a link in it right now actually just looking at it but I'll link to this in the article by the time you get to it again forward slash gear 19 thepodcasthost.com forward slash gear 19 to a way I think works well for doing live broadcasts that build engagement with your audience, that put yourself out there on live platforms, but also gives you a good bit of content in the middle. And it really is just as simple as spending 10 minutes doing the welcomes, asking for feedback on the topic, and then just spending 15 minutes, 20 minutes on the topic. Don't get interrupted. Don't talk to the audience. Just take their feedback, create a better episode from it, and then do a Q&A afterwards. afterwards. And only release that middle section. You'll cut out the Q&A at the end and cut out the uh, the prep at the start and just use the central bit, which is, you know, concentrate content. Um, and if you want a bit more info on how um, I do that, you can pop over to, again, forward slash gear 19, find the article, find the live broadcasting part and link to it. Um, but yeah, 10% still live broadcasting. That's quite cool to see. So that's what 30 out of our 300 respondents yeah. doing a wee live broadcast during the Brave podcast. Souls. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we've mentioned in previous episodes as well that going live isn't something that I think podcasters should just dive straight into. It's maybe something No, it's not a given. Like yeah. become, you know, start to know your way around your equipment and also get an audience because very few of your your downloads are going to translate to people who could actually turn up to, to hear you live yeah, or yeah. see you live. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, that's all the stats. So yeah, please do nip over to the article at thepodcasthost.com forward slash gear 19. Pick yourself a graphic and share it out on social. It'd be great to see that. You can tag us at thepodcasthost on Twitter or the underscore podcast underscore host because I couldn't get the proper one on Instagram. <laughs> uh, let's just finish up. Quick little summary of uh, our sponsor name Silo. Yeah, so get yourself a domain name at namesilo.com. Make sure you can uh, have a have a nice, easy-to-remember domain to send all your listeners to when you've finished the episode. So go over to namesilo.com for that. They have some of the lowest prices out there, and in many cases, they are the cheapest. So namesilo.com, if you go over there and use our coupon code PODCRAFT, you'll receive $1 off your first order. And thanks once again to those folks for sponsoring the podcast. Perfect. Alrighty. Thank you very much for joining us on this episode as well. I hope you were as interested in the stats as we were. Um, yeah. If you have any feedback on it, let us know via Twitter's The Podcast Host. Always the best place to reach us. I'd be interested to know if anybody wondered anything about gear that we didn't cover actually yeah because i mean we will run it again next year and it's good to you know if 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 you maybe felt 
that you wanted a bit more information like i think we talked about headphones yeah, and whether yeah. whether that should be broken I down break that out, um yeah. there was one i thought of as we were going along actually what was that again was it types of recorders so what oh yeah the mixers and the interfaces yeah so we, we ask people break that down, yeah, yeah we ask people whether they use a mixer or an interface i'd be interested to know what they're using um if they are because that was a fair proportion of people that were using something yeah so let's yeah. get the detail on that next time around but yeah, anything else you want us to add in for the next time around? Because actually it takes us <laughs> it takes us a few months from starting the survey to actually publishing the results. We started this, I think it might have been actually January, February, was it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So, <laughs> so it, takes, it takes a good half year from very start of planning to actually getting this out there. So uh, we'll probably be looking at uh, designing this by Christmas, which is only a few months away. Um, so yeah, let us know what you think. Otherwise, have a good week in podcasting and we'll talk to you next time.